0: Oh, we got the tonic for your ass today. King Bee TV. It's King Bee's Raw Fusion. Let's go. Welcome to the King Bee's Raw Fusion podcast. Uh It's been a long time. Uh, I should have left you. Without a strong show to flip to. Now think of how many weeks' shows you slept through. Uh, time's up. I'm about to bless you with another season. Another reason. To cut on the TV and start the cheesing. To get up on the phone and go call your friends and let them know the King Beans Raw Fusion begins. To sit on back and enjoy yourself. I'll be your company, baby. If you need a little help, I took off for a while to revise the plan. Got my focus on so I can check out the scam and open up my team. Eliminate the fake And Whitney got me a beat from Bobby Drake And now I'm back And it's better than you ever saw But enough talk Let's get raw A typical
1: night at the clubs Let's get raw You don't
0: want to
1: fall
0: in love Let's get raw You got
1: the fusion in your blood
0: Let's get raw And to my ladies and my thugs Let's get raw And to the haters on the
1: scene Let's get raw
0: Don't be mad cause we got green
1: Let's get raw
0: This shit we trying to make the team
1: Let's get wrong. Cause
0: we taking everything Raw Fusion. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? King B right here, and welcome to King B's Raw Fusion. All right, I have to contain it. Kind of excited. Not kind of excited. I'm playing it cool. I'm really excited. And uh, we're going to tell you why in a minute. This is going to be pretty huge, huge show. I met a young lady through the circles, through the channels, all that kind of stuff. And after conversation, uh, she conned me into, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I, I liked the vibe. I liked what she was doing. And after this conversation, I was in. And now we are launching tomorrow. Actually, if you're going in now, it's a soft launch. We're officially launching tomorrow. This, uh, that is, if you're listening to it the first day it comes out. So if you're listening to it after it's come out for a day or two, just ignore all that tomorrow stuff I'm going to say. Um, but we're officially launching King B TV right there on the Tonic TV network. And today I have the owner and CEO of Tonic TV network on Roku. So what I need you to do while you're listening to the podcast right now. If you haven't and you have a Roku, go in that ad channel thing with you and add Tonic TV network, and then you can go on there and find King BTV, and there's a whole lot of stuff on there, and there's more to come. Right now, I'm going to welcome to Raw Fusion, Aisha Fowler. Hey, how you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Now, you have your own network on Roku. What made you want to do something as enormous as that?
1: I've always wanted to start my own network. And I guess that came about um, just being a, a big film and TV buff. And I noticed that before a movie or a TV show would get done, I would already know the end of the story. Don't know why, didn't know. And I said, I wonder if I can write A story, but I've never, I never knew how to write a screenplay or anything like that. So I bought all the screenwriting books. I went to writing expos, you know, just to kind of get a feel of how to do it. And then what I started doing was reading screenplays. And that's how I learned how to start writing a screenplays. I started out with like a little internet channel on, on the internet. And it was okay, but still everybody was like, what are you doing? Nobody's going to watch that on the internet. And I was like, internet TV, it's going to be a thing you watch. <laughs> but that was like uh, 2004 when I said that. And um, wow, yeah, sure enough, shortly after, I mean, Roku and all these different apps were, were coming out and I would watching like 2B and all of that stuff. And I was like, I got to figure out how they did that. And I just went from there. But I did end up going to film school and um, was able to learn how to like take the stuff that I was writing and turn it into actual um, short films and um, web series. And I just decided that I wanted to start my own network.
0: Nice, nice. So you started out as a film fan, film lover, and then parlayed that into becoming a filmmaker and then wanted your own channel. That's dope. Yeah, yes. Dope. yes. I, I thought about my own Roku network, I guess,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or channel, really. I, don't, I wasn't even thinking network. And honestly, it's just too much shit involved. And I was not going to – I wasn't done making films yet. And honestly – if I did do that, I probably would be. You know, and people are wondering now why it's taking me so long to do a new film. Uh, if they haven't listened to the podcast, <laughs> so yeah, I get it. I get it. And that was one of the things that was appealing to me. I mean, I have another friend of mine. He has a, a network, and it's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's good. I downloaded. It, I watched it. I supported it. But the the idea of having my own channel, which was what I would in the beginning well you had that so it was like oh yeah okay it makes sense and I don't have to shut everything down I can focus on making films right, and series and doing what I love doing and still have the outlet so I was glad we actually met this is really cool yeah. it's funny because I do the same thing I try when people tell me they start telling me about a film I remember I went to uh, I had my own little, well, I didn't have my own little. But I called it my own little. <laughs> it was a small video store, an independent video store. And the, the people that owned it were really cool. They had these Tuesday and Thursday deals where every rental was a dollar. So they knew about every Tuesday and Thursday they were going to see me and I was going to walk out of there with a bunch of movies. And they were telling me about, I think, Eh, it was Primal Fear. I remember that. And I was asking, "Well, what's good?" I just walked in, didn't, didn't, didn't give a damn because I I watched so many films. And I I walked in and I said, "Well, what's good?" And she starts telling me about Primal Fear, and she says, "And that surprise ending—that was all I needed. <laughs> Boom! I knew exactly what it was. I I knew it like when I start watching because my mind automatically flips. Okay, what's going to be the obvious or what are they leading me towards choose the opposite and there it is like so just saying she didn't say anything else about the film so when people start saying oh this is a good film and they want to start telling me about it i'm like don't don't tell me anything yeah i wasn't going to tell you no just don't say anything (laughs) don't say it's a good film that's all i need to know any more information i probably will figure it out before i turn it on right and yeah because I write this shit. It's really easy. Like most of the time I will figure something out before it happens. What is it about films that draws you in that, that makes you attracted to a certain piece?
1: Take any film or any TV show. It's a, it's a way to like escape, you know, our day to day. So I love TV, film, even sometimes the crappy stuff, just because it just like, um, it just gives you that ability to escape into that story. But now if it's something that that will probably keep me away from a story is if I feel like um, it's just mostly like dialogue and not a lot of business, you know, like you, you just don't have two people standing, you know, in a space and they're just going back and forth. When people have dialogue, they're moving, they have like little, um, you know, they might bite their lip, uh, move a chair, they might do something And sometimes you do get that in some of uh, movies and TV shows, but that's somebody else's idea, and and that's fine. So sometimes I even watch that just to kind of see what it is that I won't do or I shouldn't do.
0: I watch movies sometimes for the same reason. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm cringing, (laughs) trying to get through this thing, and I watch movies that I think are terrible. Just to break it down to, to see why I don't like this movie. Right. And it has to be, it's an intellectual process. I have to figure it out. The one thing about it is, it's kind of hard for me to actually get into certain films in a certain way. Meaning, being a filmmaker, I look at films completely differently. But I enjoy them for different reasons. <laughs> it may be the lighting. It may be the color. It may be the story. Yeah. It may be the acting. It may be, you know, a hundred other things than just watching it as a a normal film consumer. When you grab me, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the ability to tell the stories and telling a good story that that just draws me in. And I'm excited, but I like to watch films by myself.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, and you don't have to. You
0: start talking,
1: right? You don't have to answer the qu- any questions about the film.
0: Yeah, you know, you know that person. Yeah, you know that person. So what they what they gonna do next? I don't know. I haven't seen the damn thing. <laughs> well, what did they say? If you shut the hell up, I, I will be able to. T- I I'm, I shut up. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. And you don't want to do that to the person you are with. Uh, but it's like, if you shut the hell up, you wouldn't. You wouldn't keep asking me all these goddamn questions if you, (laughs) because you know to avoid that. I am notorious for going. If I if I go on a date to the theater, you best believe I really don't give a shit about that movie, (laughs) and I I you know I might be surprised once I get there. But it's really just the experience of going out that I'm going to the movie because otherwise, if I really want to see a film. I'm notorious for going to the show alone mm-hmm. and will enjoy it. And then even after the film, it's a good film. I need about 5 to 15 minutes, you know. I'll either sit through the credits or I'll go out to the car and I got to I got to figure out I got to process what I just saw.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um is is that is that the same for you?
1: Yes. Yes. I think just knowing that you know, the process of already writing when you write a screenplay and the fact that now you have turned uh, what was on paper and turned it into a film or a TV show. It's awesome. I love that process because you already know how the process goes. So when the, if it's action, a lot of action, the dialogue, great dialogue, that just pulls you in. I love that process. And then to be in a the theater, like everything is so amplified. So it's like, if it's really good, you like, you got to take a moment and you got to sit through that. You watch the credits and it's like, it's time for you to go, but okay, I'm gonna watch the credits all the way to the end.
0: <laughs>
1: so for me, I, I love that.
0: I think that process, even though I love, absolutely love being able to watch films at home. Mm-hmm. I think that process is kind of missing Yeah. for most people. Yes. I would make it a point. Like, I remember when all these superhero movies started coming out and they would put those little things, gems at the end of the credits. And the, that was the only way to get people to sit through the credits. Right. And once you found out, it's like, oh, shit. I found out because I always used to take that extra time. I'm not going to lie. I never really read all those names, but I would honor the fact that these people worked on this film and I just sit there to the end of the credits. So then I, of course I started finding out, Hey, wait, you know, and then I got hip, right? Because some movies did it and some movies. Didn't you always check the lights, always check the lights in the, in the theater. Mm-hmm. I noticed that when they don't have that in credit scene, the lights will go up. Mm, okay. But if, the, if it stayed dark, and they did not turn the lights on, it's probably going to be either, somebody fell asleep at the switch. But most of the time, it was because they had another scene at the end of the credits. And so, when I started to see the credits roll, and the lights didn't come up, I'm like, yeah, probably gonna be something else. See, it's real cerebral. <laughs> yeah. I think about this, y'all. And we're gonna think about a lot more When we come back, more Raw Fusion and more. Tonic TV Network and Alicia Fowler after this. Hey everybody, it's King B and I wanna tell you about a truly exclusive experience. My cannabis provider, April Flowers Shiteva holds an event called Brunch and Blow. There you can have brunch. I'm talking about waffles, turkey sausage, eggs, hash browns, and more. You can choose whether you want it regular or infused. Also, you're able to sample up to eight different strands. You can take an interactive tour of the grow facility. Want more? Well, you will be able to try or buy infused products such as peach cobbler, banana pudding, rice krispies, and lemonades? Contact April Flowers Shytiva on Facebook and Instagram at April underscore flowers underscore Shytiva C-H-I-T-I-V-A Check them out on Groupon or to RSVP or scheduling call 773-456-3860 that's 773-458-3860 What's up everybody it's King B and I want to tell you about my website KingBWorldwide.com That's King the letter B, Worldwide.com. There you can find all sorts of stuff, including links to my book, the movies, and even the podcast there as well. It's KingBWorldwide.com. See you there. Raw We're Fusion. We're back. We have the CEO of Tonic TV Network, available now on Roku. Just go in there. Go in that little app thingamajig and download. Is it download? It's get, grab, whatever. Get the app. And you'll be able to see a bunch of different things, a bunch of independent artists and King B TV. Yes. Here's the great thing. I kind of held back on King B's Roost, the sequel. We put out Roost on several different streaming platforms, and I did do a re-edit. So anybody that bought the DVD, anybody that's ever seen this film, still have not seen this cut of Roost. So it's going to be a new experience for many different people on King P T V. which I'm excited to see the responses. Aisha. Yes. What are the challenges of having a network?
1: You know, when you are funding majority of everything yourself, most networks, any type of you probably need anywhere from three hundred and fifty thousand to maybe over 50 million or more to start a network.
0: Oh, you got a bag then, huh? You,
1: well, no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, my husband, uh, has supported me in all my filmmaking, uh, avenues. And when I said I wanted to do, uh, my own channel, um, he didn't like hesitate to try to help me get it going. And I would have to say that it is not easy at all, but um, I've been able to meet a lot of independent filmmakers who, you know, just have a desire, a need to have there's stuff out there and they've come to tonic TV network. And I just try to be as fair as possible, making sure that I come correct with the things that they need, but also what I need to keep this network going.
0: It's a task. Yeah. Our eyes get big when we want to do these things. Yeah. It really does. It's like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. I can have my own channel. I, I looked at it and I thought about it practically. And in order to have a successful channel, I've been doing this for a little while. I kind of know how this thing goes. I'm like, God damn, it's a lot of fucking work. (laughs) You know, people don't get it Mm -hmm. and they don't understand. They think it's so easy to do these things. But I started looking at it logistically. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, you do this, then (laughs) you can kiss making another movie goodbye Mm -hmm. for a long time. That's just something I didn't want to do. So I applaud you for going ahead, especially being a, a filmmaker yourself, right? Uh, to, to to pursuing this and making it happen. So that's that's really that's really cool.
1: And. I- I would have to say I agree with you. It's hard. I love being on set and filming, but I have not been able to um, start back up filming. I was in the middle of filming before I started adding uh, content to the channel. Mm -hmm. So I had to put the original content on hold, but I will get back to it. But it's hard to do both.
0: Hard to do that. And then it can be a daunting task Mm -hmm. to get people to support what you're doing and get other filmmakers and and other people involved and on board. It it is sometimes um, we have a tendency to sit back and wait until someone else does all the work, struggles. And these sometimes are so your so-called friends, and that's why I have a philosophy. I don't call fans fans. I call fans friends and those friends of mine, quote-unquote, who just sit back and watch? I call them fans. You just want to be around. You're the fan, you know. Mm-hmm. You're the fanatic. True friends are those who actually support things that I'm doing. So you get a lot of that. Yep. And so when we talked, you know, I understood that you were really just getting this thing off the ground, so to speak. Yeah. And I wanted to be a part of that because finding people who just can see the vision and and, and still support and push and do all of these things. It's like I have some people that are in the films. And it's like you would think that automatically they would go crazy promoting it. Right. Because it, it actually helps them just as much as it helps me. But some people just don't think that way. They don't see it that way. And then they wonder why you don't cast them again. Uh <laughs> No, I'm, I'm sort of joking, but I'm sort of not. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start switching up how I cast my my films from now on, and in projects. So, anybody listening? Mm. Anyway, uh, but I want to know what it was like when you when I reached out to you and you reached back to me, and, and and before a while we had our first conversation about this whole thing. What were you thinking about this crazy guy named King B coming with all this shit? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, you know, at first I was like, well, how did he find out about us? Because I know I haven't like, um, well, not only you, but so many other people have reached out. And so my thing is like um, I give myself like a time limit to like go through all the emails and then I respond to them one by one. But I thought like, wow, his name is King. I was like, that's interesting. And (laughs) and I was like, so I just like, well, let me respond. At first, I wanted to apologize for responding late, Mm -hmm. but I thought we had a great conversation. But the first thing I asked was, how did you find us? And you told me and I was like, "Okay, this is cool. This is I mean, like I appreciate however people are finding Tonic TV and um, reaching out to me.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And, and the funny thing about it is, is that a lot of times people, they wonder how I know certain things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I tell them I'm a television producer. I really am. I, and being a television producer, uh, we find out shit. <laughs> and when I really want to find out something, I, I find it out. And I think that's the beauty of the way I came in the game. In order to be successful, we had to be able to do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Uh, when 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 people like now, it's too easy, and people don't know how to do this. Um, you, you got Google, you know, you find something and you Google it, and you think you've done your research. And to a certain extent, you might have. But when I was coming in the game, there wasn't no goddamn Google, and you had to okay, you heard this person's name. And you would end up, I would end up getting on the phone. And, okay, this person is saying X, Y, and Z. Let me see who knows this person. <laughs> you know, and I get on the phone and, hey, you heard of X, Y, and Z? Yeah. Okay, tell me about them. And that that type of thing, people don't do as much anymore. So I have that background to find out certain things. That type of proactiveness is the reason for a lot of success that I've had today, being able to be on uh, PBS and all different kinds of stuff. And, and yeah, if I want to track you down, I'm going to track you down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm saying this more for the audience and people who want to do things. You, you have to be proactive in getting out there and making it happen. Now, don't do all of that shit and you don't have your ducks in a row, meaning you don't have your stuff together. It's just an idea that's cool. We all have ideas, but people want to see that You've put some uh, work behind your ideas. If they're going to take a shot on you. So you have to take a shot on yourself and get those ideas out of your head and on some type of paper Mm -hmm. or computer screen or something and get out there and and get it. You say you went to film school. What was it like? I've never been to film school and I've had, uh, one or two people. I have several, several filmmakers on the show, especially this season, and some have been to film school, and some have not. What was it like going to film school?
1: For me, well, I was trying not to go, uh-huh. <laughs> but I decided to go back, and it was probably the best thing that I could have done because it showed me what I wanted to do was just write. I just wanted to write screenplays. But going back mm. to film school showed me that I can direct, I can produce. And I wasn't even thinking about directing and producing at all. Mm. Writing the screenplays and actually turning it, uh, my screenplays into actual uh film and web series and whatever else, I was like, okay, I I like directing and producing and I just Went from there, but I also got to meet so many different people and get to work with so many different people, which I probably wouldn't have never met if I didn't go to film school. The bill, though, I could probably figure out.
0: <laughs> it's important. It's important to have those relationships. But what is the focus of Tonic TV?
1: Our focus is always is going to always be to help independent filmmakers have a a, a place to be able to have their work and and not have someone to uh, critique or tell them that, you know, that their stuff doesn't um, work for their channel or anything like that. I didn't want I didn't want to have that. Um, I don't see us in the future doing that because, I mean, when I write a story, it's not that typical. Like in Hollywood, you know, we it's always a thing a theme of like that Joseph Campbell, if you read that most movies and uh TV shows follow that kind of same thing. But what I notice in uh most independent filmmakers, they don't, they're not following that. They're like, they're just trying to make a movie or make a TV show. They, but they actually, they actually have good stories. You know, if you really like take the time and look at it. So I wanted, Tonic TV to be that place. Everything is uh, non-exclusive. Tonic TV don't hold anyone to like where you have to be exclusively for Tonic TV. So I think that that helps because I believe in the independent filmmaker owning their work, keeping their work. And I guess I feel that way because I'm an independent filmmaker.
0: I like it. I like it. All right. Make sure you take this time right now while you're listening and scroll through that that Roku device and find Tonic TV network, and then find my channel, King B TV. We're gonna talk more about that in Tonic TV and what's coming up after we get back from these messages. It's more King B's Raw Fusion after this. Behind many smiles lie a troubling truth. So many people are suffering alone simply because they are too afraid of the stigma associated with mental illness. The road to mental health has no color. It has no age or gender. It's time we take the bull by the horns. It's time we remove the stigma and embrace acceptance. To release people from their private prisons and give them the help that they need. It could be your relative, your friend, your loved one. It could be you and you don't even know it. It's time to help those in need. But help starts with you. With an acclaimed broadcast television and independent filmmaker at the helm, we are creating a documentary. This documentary will identify the signs, explore the possibilities, help remove the stigma, and clear the path to mental health. By donating, you will help us help others. From $1 to 1000 no donation is too small. Let's band together to fight this secret enemy that affects us all. Please donate today. You can donate now at GoFundMe.com slash Mental The Hey, it's King B. And if you want to find an easy way to keep up with me, you can go to my website, KingBWorldwide.com That's King, the letter B, Worldwide.com There you can find links to my books, the movies, the podcast, and so much more. That's KingBWorldwide dot See you there. Raw Fusion. It's King B's Raw Fusion. We are here with Panic TV Network President, CEO Alicia Fowler, right here. Raw Fusion. Yeah, so, what do you see in the future? We we are still at the ground floor, basically. I mean, there's there's several things that's on there, and you've been doing a lot of work, but I know that with us talking, there's so many higher things that you want to achieve that makes this sort of like the ground floor. Um, What do you see in the future for Tonic TV?
1: Um, in the future, I see us on not just on the Roku platform, but on all platforms. I see us actually doing more production, uh, more original content for, for Tonic TV itself, but also helping other brand partners create their own channels and maybe doing collaborations with the brand partners to bring original content. Just having it be like a place where we all can kind of come together and collaborate and get good content out and, and, and know that mm-hmm. we have a place for it.
0: I talk a lot of shit. I do. I get behind this mic and I just talk shit. The thing about it is, is that I actually put my efforts where my mouth is. I truly believe that if we're going to have our own. We're going to have to get off into it and actually work together, push, put some effort behind it. People now, would love to get some stock of McDonald's I'm sure but when you have someone and I, I like that movie uh, The Founder
1: mm-hmm.
0: haven't checked it out definitely check it out but you know you could see a vision and people seeing the possibilities of where things can go instead of sitting back and saying well I'm just gonna wait and and see how this plays out you know sometimes you gotta you gotta get in where you can fit in Yeah, and then you're in a You're in a position to make some real changes and make things grow faster later than sitting back and waiting. And we have that problem big. Yes, Just want to sit back and and wait until things, well, you know, this doesn't look like Netflix. This doesn't look like to be, it doesn't look like this. Well, I got news for you. Netflix didn't look like Netflix until Netflix got people supporting it. Tubi didn't look like Tubi until well Fox bought it but so mm, we have to get past this oh I've seen something else what the why support anything else or sit back and wait and then you be the first motherfucking line once it pops off to be like yeah I knew them way back when and I was telling the girl you gonna be the shit and all that fucking talk and no fucking action. And it, 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 it sets the shit out of me when people do that. You know, I knew how to make it happen in the film business. But that's because I also knew the value of relationships. And not only that, I had the balls to get up, get out, and shoot these films. Some of these films years ago and it's still making me money to this day, and I want to thank the younger me for having the balls to get up and do it. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that say, "Yeah, well, they, you know that ain't gonna be shit," and yeah, it ain't gonna be shit if you did it. But because I have the hustle, I have the vision, I have the foresight, I'm ready. I'm willing to go get it. It's gonna be some shit for me. The difference is, you have an opportunity to go with us or you have an opportunity to to watch us. Mm -hmm. If you choose right now to simply just watch and not be a part, that's your right. You have the right to do that. That's fine. Don't bring your ass to me later. Just continue to keep that same energy and continue to watch. Applaud. Tell everybody. Clap. Be a cheerleader because that's what the fuck you are. You're a cheerleader. The players are the ones that get out there on the court and do the actual work. So I wanna applaud you for having the intestinal fortitude to go out there and make things happen. And not only am I applauding you, but I'm pulling the weight, whatever that weight is, that I have to bring to the table. It's a lot of content. It's a lot of you know, I I do know some people and I'm pushing it because it's what we need. Mm. We need to actually bring it all together and put what resources we have forward to making something good and something good become great and something great become even better than that and so I just I really that's not to say you run on jump on any half ass idea right? because you know it's a lot of people that just talk shit and they don't put the work behind it so I'm glad that I got in at a place where I can see there's some content on there I see kind of the vision and where you're gonna go and Now I can lend my brand to the cause. When you find people who are making it happen and they're going to make it happen without you, those are the people that you kind of want to get towards. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to get off your ass and do shit. You have to stop making excuses. You have to stop talking about other people's shit. Okay. You don't like this. You don't like that. Well then get your ass up and do it. Right. Get up and do it the way you feel like you should do it. But you just want to sit there on your ass and talk shit. Because it doesn't cost you anything.
1: Mm.
0: So when you find people who want to, who are doing something, who take a daunting task on, and you can give them a push and help, not take over the shit, but help push it along, I think you should do so. I really enjoyed having you on the show. I applaud you for all that you're doing with Tonic uh, TV. We're going to make this thing pop. You dig? <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a, she's in Chicago as well. I also like that. It's a Chicago company. Yeah. So that was one of the things. It's funny. I found out about it from somebody in L.A. And I thought they were in Chicago, too. I'm like, no, but they were talking about it and kind of pushing it and promoting it. And so I'm like, hey, I'm in Chicago. Let's reach out. Aisha. I'm glad you welcomed me. To the Tonic TV family, I want to welcome you to the King B family, and uh, let's go get it. I, I'm 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 sick of the bullshit. Let's go get it. Let's, let's do go it. Let's it. do it. It's time to talk some shit with King B on the King B Raw Fusion Podcast, brought to you by King B's Hate Love. You know it's interesting, and I love it. There's a lot of people who will sit back and watch you struggle and then want to be part of it in the end when it's successful. (laughs) Listen, I'm not trying to coax people into bad stuff. I've seen it so many times. And for me, I allow people to be who they are. I don't try to force people into rolling with me or whatever. Don't do too much convincing. I mean, aside from what I do as a professional on the show, if you don't fuck with me, that's cool. I don't give a shit. If you do fuck with me, especially once it's unproven and you just know my character and who I am, and then I'm going to work to make things successful if I put my name on it or associate my name with it, then I really honor those people I roll with those people. Those people have different access to me. They can ask me for stuff and I'll try to make it happen. There are those others. Yeah, they sit around and they watch and as soon as some shit gets hot, they want to throw their name in the bucket. Well, that shit going to stay in the bucket. Like two tears in the bucket. Fuck it, right? (laughs) But truth of the matter is, is that there should be some award for those who Take the chance and roll with you when no one else is. That's important. Something we need to learn, something we need to realize that it's important and people need to support in the beginning, not when everyone else is giving their support and everyone else is rolling with. They don't need you. Then they need you in the beginning. Just know that they have the character to make it happen, if they have a little bit of push, a little bit of help, a little bit of support that this thing can fly. Yeah. Well, those people, those people, the help in the beginning, special kind of people. And I truly appreciate them as should you. I'm King B. And this is Raw Fusion. Raw Fusion.